Who's that fella? What's going on? Who's this fella? So we've returned to the gorge for another potty. What are we doing? We're just, just cruising like, along the Clarence River, mate. Just leaving a trail. We just um, the kayak. Yeah, got me long rope because I can't be bothered to walk all the way down here. So instead, so I might bring a fucking long ass rope, tie it to this now. So when we go around, and we'll probably walk up, and we'll end up walking around on the back of the camp, and just come down here later, and just walk halfway to the rope, <laughs> and we just yank it up instead of fucking trying nice. to push, push this whole thing up there. Sweet as. Oh, sweet. Actually, while I'm here, grab me Bear Grylls knife. <laughs> that's my Bear Grylls knife. Oh, that's sick. Yeah. So good. That's what we do here. Used to have a flint, but that got taken. I lost that. I think I lost that here, to be honest. How'd you lose it? Just same thing, how all things get lost. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the land took it, just like your- My hat. Your kangaroo hat. <laughs> my cobra that I had for almost like six years. Oh, no, I think I had that for about five years. Yeah. And I finally got it weathered, like to the point where it's nice and um, just looks cool. It's been on a few adventures. Yep. And then, yeah, lost it at the bottom of the gorge. Oh well. <laughs> oh well. I'm happy with my Bunnings hat. <laughs> I'm actually pretty fucking stoked with the Bunnings hat. And ironically, it's like this super cheap thing that you can get anywhere. <laughs> yeah. More practical, it seems. I might save getting another Akubra another for another time. Yeah. Actually, let's go this way. Alrighty. Oh, actually, no, nah, let's go this way. Actually, actually oh, let's go no. this way. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that one coming. So, what do you reckon of the adventure today, kayaking? Oh man, it's kayaking the best. Up to the... Yeah, this is my first time like proper kayaking. I think I've been maybe like a passenger in, as a kid, but I can't even remember. Yeah? But, dude, it's the best. We just had like Valentine's Day. Yeah, a yesterday, Valentine's couple of yeah, it was so sick, <laughs> and it was cool like meeting your missus. Yeah, for the first time, Danny. Yeah, she's Danny a pistol, and... ain't she? Yeah, <laughs> same with yeah, same with Yesenia, as you know. Yeah, like, they get along really well. <laughs> it's really cool to see. I'm still surprised I haven't seen any snakes yet, man. And I know I keep bringing it up, but it's like I want it to. Yeah, I was gonna say like every time you brought it, I was like, oh, don't say it. <laughs> Too often we might come across one unwillingly, but um, that's why I got the old. Whoop! Well, it's one of the many. Oh yeah, show us. Uh, tell uses. us about your, because you showed me yesterday about your your rune symbols or whatever. Oh yeah, so I got this. My mate Daniel Back, he's religion, he's Norse religion, and um, he was telling me about runes, and so he's like, oh, it'd be cool, you know, to to carve that rune in there. It's the rune of the traveller, and I said, do you have any sort of runes? to like protect against snakes and stuff. And he said, yeah, sure. So that's protection from the serpent. He said it way cooler, but it's like, I just like made, done it for like, it was just really cool. And we found this uh, at the bottom of a cool waterfall. And uh, I, I needed like a cool hiking stick. And then I carved it all out. And I even um, like, uh, carved the oh, middle nice. there, so you hold it. Oh yeah, and nice. it's nice to hold on to. 
balanced, yeah. like all things should be. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Perfectly balanced. <laughs> There's also a good handhold. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's just good to like just walk around and just make a thump every now and again, especially for that long grass. Because it so, sends the vibrations through the ground and warns the snakes. Yeah, like our feet would do that anyway, but it's just like, it's just extra reassurance. Like bigger radius. Yeah. Just in case. It's well, because you were telling me what a brown snake, a brown snake's venom will kill you in 20 minutes? Oh, Some, or it ranges. It de depends on like how you've treated it, where you've gotten bitten. Right. I've heard people used to say three minutes and then someone's like, nah, it's like half an hour. And then, oh. So like, I guess. But it takes like half an hour just to get out of this driveway. So yeah, but, difficult but, to get to the hospital. Yeah, there's stories Wait, of people. Look at those butterflies, they're fucking. Oh yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go for it, mate. Good on them. But yeah, there's stories that like people that have been bit by brown snakes, they just get bandaged up properly and, um, you know, do all the first aid right. They've still got like five hours, mm. five and a half hours or something until they got to the hospital. But though, that person, that story that I heard about, they were put into a coma because of it. It was just too fucked. Just Dude, I got burnt it. as today. Yeah, I'm, so. feel, I'm just like feeling it more <laughs> and more. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. That's gotta be a, yeah, a good burn. Good suntan. At least it wasn't your head. Yeah. That's the main I thing. Know. You can get really just the land out here can just get absolutely <laughs> searingly hot. When it pours it when it rains it pours. And when it's beautiful, it's just gorgeous. <laughs> I love his contemplating voice. Yeah. It's just godsend. For the viewers back home, you should definitely get onto Man vs. Wild if you haven't already. Like, actually watch heaps of it. So the old good. school episodes. And I just always find it funny of like, he's the transition to his like, his action voice to his narration voice. I'm out here on the Clarence River. I've got to find food. I've only got my water bottle, my knife, and my camera crew is coming with me. Then there'll be a shot over the scenery. Over 5,000 people per year die from not having a water bottle <laughs> water or bottle. a knife. <laughs> I'm going to put myself in the shoes of a stranded tourist and try and get to safety <laughs> with only a water bottle, my knife, and my camera crew is coming with me. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> they had like a, yeah, I remember watching that episode when they dedicated to the camera crew because like everything that Bear Grylls does like pretty much the camera crew does it as well but like yeah carrying all this heavy gear it's gonna be like equally trained and all this oh, shit yeah that's so cool though it'd be cool though like just to I don't know strand yourself somewhere and just try to survive you know, <laughs> like really know but obviously like if you know what you're doing yeah let's follow this Let's but it'll also good. be fun not knowing what you're doing in a way well, that's like what they do on walkabouts, isn't it? They just yeah, like that's right. leave you out in the middle of nowhere and say, you've got a week to get back with what you've got and you have nothing. Do you want to describe what a walkabout is? I wouldn't even know what a walkabout is. Well, to my knowledge, it's just going out into the harsh uh, landscapes of Australia for the um, Aborigines would be like way out. 
um, Western Australia somewhere like where there's just fucking no one for days and they just think they give you a little bit or some couple of tools it's either a little bit or nothing at all and just say right um, here you go we'll leave you out here you got a week to uh, to come back try survive and you got to walk all the way back yeah. and that journey that one would go on through that and go, all right, now I've got to survive, be left to my own devices, I've got to find my own food, I've got to kind of see how the land works and work with it. It's like an initiation, basically, right? Yeah, by the end of it, like, you're tested. Oh, and you, 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 you leave a boy and come back a man. Yeah. Sort of thing. I'm pretty sure... Oh, I can't say for sure. I'm pretty sure I remember my mate telling me that, like... Uh, they do something so, like you get wounded or a cut or something so it's like a flaw in your travels like and you'll be bleeding out and you gotta like tend to this wound while you're also on this walkabout it's like oh whoa big test I think I don't know don't that's just what I'm fuzzily remembering right now either <laughs> that or the person who went on a walkabout got seriously injured and they had to keep going or something like that would you do one if you had the opportunity? Uh, yeah, I guess in my own way. I guess if, I, um, if I'm if i older and, you know, if I'm like a wise wizard. Yeah. And I've, or if I'm the last one standing out of everyone I know, if I'm old, I'll probably do it then. Because <laughs> I've got like no one to like make sure I'm all, I don't have to think about people worrying about me and stuff like that. I can... You know, if I die out there, I die out there. Oh, the other mango tree. Whoa. Oh, nice. I'm kind of... Here it is. Kind of hungry. On the way back? Yeah. For reward? Yeah. Delicious. But it seems like in every indigenous culture, we have some sort of a ritual to test you as a person, you know? Yeah. Put yourself in a crazy situation and see if you come out of it. Should we go up or go? Ooh. What do you reckon? I reckon straight for a while. We'll come across other campers. I oh, up, would we? Yeah. I oh, will go up then. Wow, well, I'm just sussing out the oh, yeah. grass. <laughs> She's a bit long. You gotta be careful. Here we go. Go this way. Get out the way, y'all. Oh shit, spiders. Oh yes. Yeah, be plenty. <laughs> so we went here like last week and then Jared showed me this trick of like putting a flashlight. I talked about it in the other podcast, but I think it's worth mentioning twice because it's like <laughs> so crazy. And basically you put a flashlight and then you can see the reflect the reflections of the spider's eyes and there's and then you discover that there's wolf spiders everywhere. Not just, just wolf spiders. Oh yeah, not just wolf spiders, but but like that—that's what you'd find. Yeah. Oh, some nice little mangoes on the end of that. Oh, little baby mangoes, bangoes. That, that, <laughs> it looks pretty ripe. Mmm. Nice and orange. There's probably riper ones over this one. Let's go over this one. This oh. is every time I tell that storm story. This is where I was. There's actually. Every, you, yeah, you talked about it on the one of the podcasts. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah, I already mentioned that. I forget, I forget which one. 
There's a cooler story before that on that same day. Yeah? <laughs> of how, have I told you how I've been stranded out here? How I came here on the post here and I ran out of petrol and shit? No, I don't have think I told so. you that? <laughs> all right, so. Oof, there's just like all these yeah. rotten mangoes. We'll, we'll go in there and I'll tell you the story. <laughs> <laughs> Come so, follow me. Oh shit, this is really tall, man. Yeah. Any opportunity I've got to brag about this story, I'm going to take it. Was this like I'm, your own mini walkabout? <laughs> no, no, it was, it was, it was like a um, bet that I made with a mate. Oh yeah? And I won. <laughs> Fucking, so, oh maybe, spoiler alert, I shouldn't have said that. Cut that out, rewind, bleep it out. <laughs> spoiler. <laughs> Where I said I won. So what happened? Bleep that out too. <laughs> Alright, so this is the posty story. My mate had like a brand new Commodore sort of car. And like one of those, you know, real fast ones that just sort of come out in mm. 2013 or 14, I think it was. And he was bragging about how fast it can go and stuff. And we're all coming to the gorge and I decided to take my postie out. So I like, all right, it's going to take me five hours to get to Grafton when usually it's three hours uh, with the old highway. Yeah. It's a new highway now, it's shorter. And I knew it was going to take five hours because I have to go through a Nimbin and all back, like through Kyogle and everything to get here. Because I can't go on the highway, it'll be two, two skits for the postie. So I shook his hand. We left at the same time. We left at, um, like, just as the sun was coming up. And we shook, shook hands and I said, I'm going to beat you. I'm going to get there before you. <laughs> and he's like, Pfft fuck off, like look at my car and you're, you're riding your 110 postie and I'm, I've got me new hold and I'm like, yeah, fucking, I don't care how fast your new car is, I'm gonna beat ya. What's, what's a postie? Like, like it, you know the postman's? Yeah, like, what they oh, like an actual motorbike. Oh, the motorbike. Like a yeah. motorbike. Okay, okay, okay. So it's a Honda 110. <laughs> it's a, like a little, you know what Spider-Man rides in Spider-Man 2? Pizza time. Pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's pretty much exactly one of those. Oh. Like you feel like him, Peter Parker, just fucking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then like, so I was riding that through back roads. It's going to take me about five hours and it did. Oh, shit. And <laughs> I got up to where that, uh, where we just finished from Grafton and we come onto that farm town. And I'm like, so happy it's been ages. I'm thinking, oh no, everyone's like got to be worried that I'm, I'm lost or something. I've been so long. I'm going, woo. Like, like cheering, fucking standing up on my posty, and then my posty went, and I ran out of petrol. I was like, oh shit! So I was like, oh fuck! I should have got petrol where I, where I was, like with the last petrol station that I passed. And then I went, oh fuck it! Like this is this is a fun experience. I've never like had to do this, and it's pretty where I was. So I was like, I just kept walking. I knew there was a small town with a pub with a little. Um, a fuel pump up there that you just ask the owner of the pub and he comes out and helps you. Um, and so I did that, I like waited and then these, I was like walking my posty like through the hot searing heat, walking it up hills and shit. We'll go up. I don't, I don't really, I'm not really in the mood for mango anyway. Unless you want to eat one. Uh, no, not right now. Um, but yeah, fucking. So these two bikies pull up in Harleys 
They're like, you all right, mate? I'm like, yeah. Ran out of petrol. I'm just heading to heading to the petrol station up here. He's like, oh, we'll, we'll give you a hand. Come on. And then they gave me a bit of rope to hold on to, like not to tie onto my end of my posty because if if I, you know, if they fuck up, I'll fuck up. So I'm just like holding it. So I'm behind this like Harley's going, getting pulled. And I get to the pub and I'm like, oh, thanks very much. But I'm there half an hour early before it opens. So I'm sitting out the front of the pub about 11 a.m. And they're like, you sure you're gonna be right? I'm like, yeah, I'll be sweet. Just poured out my harmonica, played a couple of tunes. I'm not that good at harmonica, but I just gave it a belt. <laughs> And then pub opened, the fella fueled me up, and I was like, yeah, I ran out of petrol. Drove all the way, rode all the way from Tweed Eds. Ran all the back ways. Like, Fucking hell, that would have taken ages. Like, yeah. Anyway, cheers for that. Thank you, got petrol, and then I was on my way. And you know how the dirt road is like half an hour to 40 minutes yeah. to get here. I was having so much fun on the posty, just fucking <laughs> pretending it was a dirt bike. And I'm like, oh, I've been, I've been uh, out there for ages. I ran out of petrol. They're all going to be worried sick about me. They've got no reception. My phone died. I've got a little bit of water. So I'm like freaking out that they're freaking out. <laughs> and then I finally get here, like through the dirt road. I'm like, oh, bah, bah. so excited to see my friends like a puppy. Like, oh, where are they? <laughs> where are they? Oh, we're coming to tell them the story of what I went through. People are mad and shit. And then I'm, I'm going through every campsite. I like, I rode all through here, all through these hills, and I couldn't find them. There was no one here, not even other campers. I was like, did, are they, are they here? Or did they camp further down? I like, I went everywhere, like up to the track where we walked to the gorge, all on my postie. Oh. There's like probably 30 different campsites here. I like, went up to every one of them, I couldn't find them. And then I started to get worried, because I'm like, they had the car and they took the highway. They should have been here three hours ago. Huh. And I'm the one that was late and they're not here. So I'm fucking so worried. There's no reception. I'm still waiting for them and they've got my water and they've got my acid tab and I wanted the trip. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, damn, I wanted the trip and I did. But um, we'll get there. So I'm sitting, I'm waiting around. I go up to the dirt road and I'm waiting on the hill. I'm like checking out the river, like on. Fuck, I'm thirsty, I can drink straight from the river, but I couldn't be bothered going down there. But I was, it was getting to that point. And I finally see this white dot coming over the dirt road. And I was like, fucking finally, here they are. I'm imagining that they're like in a car crash or something. And they finally get there. I'm like, where the fuck, where have you been? And you know on the dirt road how it forks off a little bit? Yeah. They took the wrong turn. And they went up all at the oh. back of these hills, going up these like abandoned dirt roads, oh. getting out the car and like having to lift old dead trees out the way. And, and they like, kept going. Yeah, and they kept going for like two hours. They're like, where is the campsite? And they kept fucking going all the way up there. They shredded his new wheels, like fully shredded all the rubber oh. off it. Like didn't pop them, but like just shredded it up and just got it so dirty and all this sort of shit. And then they had to turn around and and all that, and I'm just there waiting for him, and I'm like, fucking beat ya. <laughs> <laughs> I got here in the posty, and I ran out of petrol, and I fucking still beat you. So it was very glorious. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> and you got the acid tab at the got end. Got the acid tab, and I tripped, we actually camped right over there, 
and there was a big storm that um, was rolling around, like what I was saying on the other potty. It came from that hill, like that, that divot, and it full like came in like a big slug, just going and just like, just floated down. Like, you know those big flying whale things on Avengers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just pictured that, but a big storm cloud. Like, that's how I'm seeing it, because oh. I'm fucking tripping. It was only half a tab, so I'm not, I'm not like tripping too hard. I'm just like, whoa, imagine. And just seeing it like flow through and just lightning struck and I was like hiding under these mango trees and I'm like thinking, man, it's not safe to hide under a mango tree or any tree for that matter during a storm. But like you feel safer than sitting out in the open, especially as it's coming over here. Mm. Like you can peg lemons at it if you if you wow. could, that's how close it was. But it was it was amazing. It was this time of day and like I saw I went down to the river bank there by myself because um, they were setting up and I was the only one tripping. I just wanted to, like well, only microdosing and I just wanted to like have a cool little wander off to myself. I went down to the river and I was like in that moment of just looking around at this and hearing all the sounds and I saw a big goanna just go in front of me and I was just, he just stopped and looked at me. And I was staring at him and at the moment we were staring at each other. I just heard a Oh. And that big eagle we've been seeing, I think he's been here for ages. He like flew over. So I had like uh, the goanna, the eagle and the storm passing to my left and I was just in it. Wow. And I was having a cool thought that like you see these hills. I don't know if the camera can pick it up as good as our eyes. But all that uh, bit of hill there and you see all the trees sticking out of it and the grass. And I was thinking that you know, I'm, I've said this to you before, how like I felt really felt like small, like like that humans, we're, we're just like little fleas on a, on a big animal and earth is the animal. And like, you know, this is its fur or whatever, or like, and then I saw it in another way, you know, when you pick up a real, I don't know if you've ever picked up a mossy rock that just has heaps of moss mm. on it and it looks all soft and you can, you know, you get your farm and you caress it and all that sort of stuff and it's fucking moss. When you really zoom into that moss, it looks like that. Mm. So, so, so above, so below, you zoom out here, you go into space, you'll be looking at Earth. If you were a giant, you'll be looking at Earth, you'll pick it up <laughs> like it's a mossy rock. You'll be like, fucking look out, look how soft these trees are. But really, you're just fucking breaking. And in our perception, it's like bushfires, earthquakes, yeah, like yeah. all those natural disasters. Yeah. And like, don't you reckon that just looks like micro, yeah. micro, uh, like microscopic vision if you put ourselves in the perspective that we're extremely small. Yeah, like if you zoom out enough. It was just like, whoa, like when I was in that state. It was such a cool moment. That was like, That's amazing. that was early tripping days. <laughs> that was when I was first like, yeah, discovering it. And how has your, I guess, journey with psychedelics progressed since then? Like, do you still like kind of trip or do you, do you ever have those moments of like, yeah, you know what, I kind of got what I needed? Yeah, I get, those, I get those moments a lot, but then um, it was only just recently that I had like another, uh, I guess, bit of a short journey with mushrooms. Mm -hmm. Like, um, I just, got into them and, and, you know, just go out for like big lonesome skates by myself and, um, you know, coming out and do stuff like this. 
and just mm. just sort of not trying to get anything from it, not trying to get any understanding or whatever or anything like that. It's literally just to just to add to that uh, feeling of connectedness mm. when you come out here. Like obviously you can do that without it. Like I'm feeling it right now, but if you can go in deep. It's like, it's really nice to do that every once in a while, at least for me. Mm. And, um, yeah, I don't really play around with acid or anything like that. I used to like, just be just interested and wanted to try different things. But now I've like done it. I'm like, I'm like, ah, <laughs> uh, back in the day. Yeah. When I was younger, <laughs> I'm starting to see it that way now. Cause it was a while ago, but, um, I've been lately. Uh, only uh, since Christmas, um, I've been fortunate to have some DMT, and I had some breakthroughs with that only just recently. And that's that stuff is that stuff is amazing, man. That is incredible. Like, yeah, like the Kundalini experience that I always go on about it happened again. First time was on LSD, right? Yeah, yeah, but I don't think it was the LSD that did it. Because hmm. it was worn off by the time it happened. I think it was just the right amount of time when I was like in the state of feeling a bit more open. Right. I let my walls down a bit more hmm. and allowed myself to have something that's always been there and trying to get out. But this time, it just happened so like peacefully like when I smoked uh, I don't know how many cones of it it was like four or five cones of DMT in a row um, some of them were big cones some of them I couldn't even see because my eyes were so blurry well <laughs> I just like punched it I remember uh, the last thing I thought when I like held the last cone in and blew it out my window I just remember the last thought was there's no going back <laughs> <laughs> and, and man did that, you just like did you find it easier to let go at that moment or did you have a bit of fear of like oh shit uh, I had really... a little bit of fear but after each cone because I did little bits by little bit I got more and more into the the state where like I was already there mm. where I could keep going because I was like oh yeah I know what this is there's that familiar familiarity or whatever you call it. We'll probably go for here. The grass is getting so deep. Yeah. <laughs> for that scene of Lost World, if anyone's seen Lost World, where they're like fucking hiking through the long grass and the raptors are fucking <laughs> taking the men down one by one and you see their tail go. <laughs> Just imagine that with snakes in here. Oh, well, I don't, so I don't think I want to imagine that right now. Yeah. <laughs> It's not so much the snakes, it's like a lot of spiders are setting up their traps in the, between the grasses and shit, so we're just walking right well, through. As we've discovered, we've probably walked through like at least 30 oh, since yeah. the start of this podcast. Yeah. Oh, it's a horsey. Hey! But yeah, this, <laughs> this is an awesome spot to camp. Oh, dude, this is amazing.
going on, guys? Hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. So this is where I'd usually put a sponsorship plug, but unfortunately, we haven't been sponsored by a company in a very long time. Apparently, not everybody wants to sponsor this type of content. Fair enough, I guess. But luckily, we have our amazing patrons who make all of this possible. As many of you know, our goal is to be completely fan-funded, so that way I can just focus on doing this full-time and you know, eventually hire additional help with editing, things like this. This would include making more podcasts, educational pieces, and the bigger production documentaries. So if you do resonate with my work and wish to see more, then please consider becoming a patron at patreon.com slash your mate Tom and become a monthly supporter. This will help us reach our full-time milestone goal so that way we can consistently upload a couple times a week. So at five bucks a month, you gain access to exclusive content such as the Tom and Yesenia dimension and deleted content and other perks. We sincerely couldn't do this without you guys, especially our top patrons on the screen. But anyways, thank you, much love and enjoy the podcast, which you can also find on Spotify and iTunes. Peace. Gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> I got an idea. We'll we'll walk the dirt road. We'll go over there, and then we'll go to the river and we'll skim some rocks. Yeah, sick. If you're keen. Yeah. Of or we'll just see where our feet take us. Like I was telling you, I think today this is like the holy grail of happy places. Yeah. I thought my happy place was cool, but man, <laughs> this is like next level. This is the place that made me keen for adventuring. <laughs> Even Yesenia is like, by the way, we're definitely, this is a tradition now. Yeah. We've got to do this yearly. Fuck at me. least, at least once a year. That's nuts because it's a bit of a drive for you guys. Yeah, I'll do it. That's like for me and Danny to just constantly go up to Cairns two times a year. Like I did that. That's the Bruce Highway though. Bruce Highway is pretty hair going. Yeah, I think what from Melbourne it's like 18 hours. Wow. But that's like non-stop, so obviously you'd have to yeah. take probably three days and you got if you want so to feel many, comfortable. you got so many things to see along that journey too each yeah. time you come back through here. And the, the more times you do those trips, the smaller the drive becomes. Yeah. Because you come, become so familiar with it. Like, I drive back and forth from Sydney to Tweed like so frequently that it's just down the road to me now. Mm. And it's like, oh, I'll just fucking stop off here along the way. Like I've, we've stayed at most places along the way. So it's just, it's amazing how much of a journey it used to be when I first drove. And you, to like a lot of people, but after you do it so many times, you know what's coming up when you're passing it, you know, the town names. It's just like, I, I just smash it out in a day. Hmm. Just easily. It's like, oh yeah, tell Danny if like she's um, down Sydney with her parents for Christmas and I'm at mine. I was like, oh, I'll see you tonight. I like finish up my coffee, like reading something, like, oh shit, I better head off. <laughs> just fucking <laughs> head straight there, just listening to podcasts like Joe Rogan and shit. Yeah, it's nice to just, good opportunity just to think, you know, clear your mind. I like going yeah. for long drives. I used to think driving an hour was like so hectic, like, yes, oh man, so, so an hour drive. But now I feel like compared to this road trip, an hour is gonna be nothing. Yeah, that's right. Man, people complain like my house being half an hour away, like, oh, it's so far. <laughs> and we used to like travel 
across, like we didn't used to have cars or planes or anything, man. It used to take us months just to get from one side of the country to another. I know. And you'd lose men on the way. Yeah. <laughs> and now half an hour drive is, oh, it's too long. It's, it's, so we just take it for granted, you know? It's insane when you like really put that in perspective, like when we'll, um, like even with your drone in your bag. Yeah. Like, and, and Google Earth and shit like that, like you can tell exactly where you're going and where what's coming up like it's a 3d light like map that you can when they just used to have to draw it out with fucking pencil oh yeah i remember using the mel i don't remember using it but i remember my parents using the malware yeah what did you see didn't you say last time we were here last week week that like our generation or whatever is like we're too old to have discovered the earth and we're too young to explore the stars. Mmm. But we're stuck in the middle. Yeah. Yeah, we're at that stage where, like we are talking about, I saw a podcast with Elon Musk, his recent one with Joe Rogan. Uh -huh. Now we're gonna, we're gonna colonize Mars, man. Like that's a, that's a real thing. Uh -huh. It's gonna happen <laughs> in our lifetime. Yeah, I know, that's pretty crazy. Like, Aren't they going back to the moon? Like I've heard that. 24 or something like that? <laughs> When was the first time we went? What, the 60s? I think so. Something like that. I'm really bad with like... Dates, numbers. Dates, yeah. yeah, yeah. So bad. A long time ago. I know a little about a lot, and a lot about a little. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey. Magpie? Or crow. It's probably Ooh. a crow. Nice. Good on you. I'm gonna keep it. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I'm gonna put it in my car. I shouldn't have just discarded it without... How dare you, I'm offended. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, I should have asked. We just get offended now too much. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I'll put it in my car. This is another good use of the of the hiking stick. Or I like to call the wizard stick. You're just like <laughs> so good for like, like your back and arms and shit and shoulders. Reminds me of like Red Dead Redemption days or like you're in that what was that thing called where you put your head and your arms through the oh, hole the, and then they the, like like throw rotten fruit at you? The Could you imagine that? Wait, the, the guillotine. <laughs> yeah. Oh no no no, it wasn't the guillotine. It, like, yeah, it's an actual kind of. Well, yeah, because one could be to hang you, just yeah. full on chop your head off. Could you imagine that shit? Oh. Yeah. The last thing that you remember. Yeah. That shit happened. <gasps> and it all. Yeah, that executioner with the black yeah. bag. <laughs> and they only didn't they only Fuck. like stopped using that to execute people only sort of recently. Not heaps recently, but like, the last well, time they used it was like the 70s or some shit. Well again, relative to time, man, the 70s was yesterday. You know, we think of it as yeah, lifetimes ago. Like, oh, that almost didn't happen, but man, that was. We're hartling through the ages, mate. Hartland. Yeah. Hartland. Hartland through the ages. <laughs> <laughs> Hartland. Where, when's it gonna stop, hey? Like. It's, I don't think it's ever gonna stop. When we were talking last night, like, like even the um, the evolution of games, for example, like you got open world games and there was like, we grew up with wow. like pixelated GTA games and now- Not even know. GTA, man. Like, oh, that, number one and two, the bird's eye view yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. And now it's like Red Dead Redemption 2 and who knows what else they're Did cooking I, up. I had a Super Nintendo, I was playing Super Mario. Like that was my shit. Whippy. 
Yeah, so and I used to get made fun of for being a nerd, and now you get paid millions. It's yeah. like more esports is like more popular than most real. I don't want to call it real sports because people get offended. Well, it is a sport because if chess is considered a sport, then for sure video games would. That just reminds me of um, uh, bench warmers. I haven't seen that one. Who are you? Oh, I'm just one of those nerds who grew up to make billions. <laughs> Are you sure we can build this? Uh, that reminds me of the Marge Simpson's old ex, ex-boyfriend ex or something, one he went to prom, prom with. <laughs> yeah. Arnie Zittman. Yeah. <laughs> Funny enough, <laughs> the voice actor for that character is that guy Fuck in off. that movie. So that's, that's, Are you serious? Yeah, that's trippy as. I must have done a good impression. Oh, shit. <laughs> Are you sure we're going to get a baseball field built in time for two days for people to come here? <laughs> if you build it. Nerds will come. <laughs> Give it 48 hours. Yeah, nerds have taken over the world, man. Well, yeah. All the tech companies, YouTube, social, social media. That's very right when they... Video games. They would, you know, warn the bullies like, no, nah, don't pick on the nerds. They'll be your boss one day. Yeah. There's fucking a lot of truth to that. Oh, yeah. Luckily, I was, I was friends with the nerds. I was always like... Not just exclusively, but yeah. I was always, yeah. I was definitely always a nerd, but not not a smart nerd. <laughs> I just liked, like... I just liked all these different things. I liked different video games. I liked a lot... Fucking, you know, I love Marvel and yeah. Star Wars and all that, like, pop culture kind of shit. <laughs> I love it. Like, Jurassic Park, like, I'm very pop culture in the movie sense. And I'm, I don't like, th- yeah. yeah, nerd about it, but... I don't think you're giving yourself enough credit though, because I think it's like that programming at school, like if you're not smart at these particular subjects, like maths, English, history, yeah. then you're not smart. Nah. But you're probably, you know, orders of magnitude smarter on all these other things, you know, like human communication for one, that's a very, yeah, that's a form true. of intelligence. Oh, my like te- writing. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jared Wright, get it? <laughs> my teacher's always very um, <laughs> kind to me, because they knew that I would oh, just... Really? wasn't um you know like i could do maths i can do all this these worksheets that they gave me but i was just never interested i always drew on the back of them instead drew little comics yeah like my characters when they were first getting made and and little other characters i made before that and then they'll be like oh jared stop fucking do some work and stop fucking doodling about and they're like oh what's this and they'll read it like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and they'll actually mark me for it that, hey, that's a good so it was like really cool of the teachers to do that I feel like, like that's really rare for teachers that back then I, I'm sure it's changed a lot now but a lot of my teachers wouldn't have done that yeah I was very some of them were cunts yeah oh definitely they definitely were but I was just like yeah fortunate that yeah. some of them saw something in me that they knew I was I, I could do the work if I wanted to I just couldn't be bothered yeah fuck look at that it looks beautiful out there. Wow. Just Check delicious. out this view. Like, man, this is why I literally just thank God, the universe, every day for being on this, not just this earth, but this country, man. Oh, you know, yeah. We're so lucky. Although the land can be harsh and unforgiving, <laughs> it truly is just breathtaking when you sit back and just admire its beauty. Like Australia, the country of extremes. <laughs> but it is, man. Especially, I feel like, I think you were talking last time uh, when you went to Melbourne, how it's like God 
uses Melbourne as like the testing ground for the weather systems. Cause it's like so <laughs> like, man, four seasons in one day. Yeah, like, no, you could literally get one day, 43 degrees Celsius, blistering hot bushfires. And then the next day it's like pissing down, hailstorm, freezing. It's like, how's that even possible, man? That is very trippy, yeah. Yeah, man. You gotta come down again, but. Yeah, I need regional, to regional Victoria. Yeah, Melbourne need... City's cool, don't get me wrong, but it's also, yeah. I won't get into that. I need to see those redwoods and like, I need to see the, the natural side. I've only ever been to the city. I've never got to like, Puff and Billy, mate. Puff and Billy. I love the Puff Puff some Billies on the Puff and Billy. <laughs> 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 it's like I've, I've never been on Puff and Billy, but I've puffed on a lot of Billies. There's a good spot um, on the border of Queensland and New South Wales um, in line with us. Place called Wooden Bong. What? Wooden Literally bong. Wooden Bong. Wooden Bong. I went to a doof there. No shit. Wooden Bong. Yeah, did you see how fast Wooden Bong? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, it's pretty. I, I love it out here, man. Like this is like probably my favourite vegetation, which is like, yeah, you got farmlands. It's like nice cattle country. Oh yeah. It's like these green grass. You got like bush lemons, fresh water. A lot of this um, bottle brush down by the, um, the shore and everything. Even yeah. the grass, it almost looks like a Photoshop green. Yeah. Oh, this would be cool. It's, it's like too perfect almost. It'd be cool to tell your viewers, all this you're seeing now, all that, like probably up from where the road is, sometimes even higher, depends on how hectic it's been. Uh, you t see how some of the trees are like, a lot of them are slanted and they're going that way. A lot of the ones on the shore. If we get up close to them, you'll see what I mean. Yeah, well, you can see even that, those yeah. two there. Yeah. They're like that because of the hectic winds they get and also the floods. So the all the water is um, rushing this way. And when it just pierces down rain in the wet season, it just, the water literally comes up to here. Wow. Like literally reaches up to this sand dune and just fucking, all that you see over there just goes underwater. That's crazy, man. Nuts, man. I've never seen it, but I've heard, like, the owner previous who owned um, this property before the um, owner now, both of them have told me stories that every time it floods, it's just, like, it's just... Is it every year, like clockwork? Or is um, it, like, every, just every once in a while? I think, yeah, it has to be, like, a wet season for it to fucking, fucking say, how you going? <laughs> but, um, how you going? Yeah. I know that they get trapped in here because the road's too hectic to get out. So they're trapped in here. Wow. Until you know, the water. <laughs> and speaking of trapped, at the recording of this video, the other day Melbourne just went into stage four lockdown. Yeah. Not, I'm, like, I'm not going to get into COVID, but just... Nah, but like that's... Uh, just as a timestamp, just like, oh, by the way, that's the time you're in. Yeah. And you got to head look, back into look, it. Look where I am. <laughs> yeah, soak it up now. I am, I am. Trust me, dude, I definitely am. But yeah, you can't even, you can't even invite one friend over. They've got the five kilometer radius. It's fucking chaos. And they've, a lot of the states have closed their borders. So we left at just the nick of time. I don't even know if I'm going to go back. Because we yeah, have no reception yeah. here, so I can't even check the updates. Yeah, it's probably the welcome could have ended all, for all we know. <laughs> nah, Belinda would have told us. <laughs> would you? <laughs> yeah, would she? Yeah. <laughs> But yeah. I asked her if these um these beans were edible. I said, Can you eat these? And she's like, Nah, I don't think so. Like, 
They look like beans, though. They look like Where? beans. <laughs> I want to eat oh, them. Oh, yeah, these things. <laughs> yeah, no sure they do look like beans. Uh-huh. Are they edible? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, don't. I wouldn't buy them. <laughs> don't have too many of those. <laughs> don't have too many of those, mate. <laughs> have I told you how, like, it's not super common, but it's common enough to mention that uh, a lot of people think I'm one of the creators? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's because of yeah, your other mate, Tom. Yeah, my other mate Tom. <laughs> for the show. Yeah, it's probably probably what they're like. They didn't look into what Tom actually looks like, so ah, automatically yeah, so assume that you're the Tom. <laughs> no, no, no. Nah, it's so funny. A lot of a lot of my fans, and it's not just my fans. It's, it's you probably get the same with um your viewers, but just generally a lot of people on the internet get excited when they comment and they don't really read everything before they do. They just go, ah! Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, I should have read the description. <laughs> the, the question I'm, uh, answer, yeah. I'm asking is, is, is right in front of me. Yeah. The answers are all there. <laughs> See that show more? Oh, I do. <laughs> oh, I guess I could be flattered. They're probably like, it's like the same mentality as like how you show your parents how to use devices. Like, right now, now where am I? Now where am I looking? What am I doing? What am I doing? It's like press exit, out of that. Press like, press scroll, yeah. press see more. What what am I doing? What am I doing? Where am I? Who am I? What am I? How am I living? <laughs> Who am I? It was uh, you said you were telling me one of her family friends or maybe even one of her family members was like. Instead of, you know how you like on Facebook? They would comment, like. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that. Have you? I've seen that. Um, I can't remember where oh, I've seen man, it. Oh, I pissed I've... myself laughing. I don't know how I've seen it, but... Yeah. What's it? <laughs> and like, the way other people, other um, like, uh, countries and stuff, they like laugh. It's like not ha, 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 ha. It's like... Cha, 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 or something Oh, like yeah, that. ja, 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 ja. Ja, 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 ja. Yeah, yeah. It's like... <laughs> It's so trippy. It's so cool. <laughs> the Spanish version of lol. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> 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 a bueno cheese there. Good joke. <laughs> oh, let's go through this bit. Oh, actually. Ooh. Oh, the like that. oh, we're getting too close to cancer. Oh, no, here we go. This is where we were the other day. Oh, nice. Did you want to actually... Something that you... The uh, interesting topic that you touched on yesterday is how, like... Our cycles are coming to a close and we're entering like a new collective cycle and sort of like how 2019 was like the almost up, yeah. yeah 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 wrapping up and like a lot of the movies like Marvel and yeah. like a, a lot of TV shows and movies were just hitting that closure phase you know well definitely it just felt like yeah like I'm saying at the time like because um, I even noticed with um, Big Les because I finished Big Les in 2019, and um, then Marvel did the same thing. They, you know, they killed off Iron Man. Spoilers. You're supposed to say spoilers before, but yeah, yeah. well, they fucking should. Yeah, it's like now. fuck you if you haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's all not solved. But um, yeah, like I just noticed a lot of things are like sort of wrapping up in the in the um, in the TV world and the movie world, like uh, just a lot of closure and. Um, series and all that sort of shit and um, a bunch of other things and then like uh, we had the big bushfires which is like uh, nature doing like a cleansing so it can all grow back, yeah. back all prettier I and I told I drove past all that area yeah. man it's crazy, it looks man. beautiful now 
but it was like, man, I can't even imagine yeah. seeing that with your eyes. It just really, <sighs> it just really did feel like that. Everything was sort of just like a big sense of closure in a lot of areas, and I just like, yeah, just related it to the movie and TV um, dimension, I guess, whatever, or the or whatever you'd want to call that, and uh, you see it a lot in in humanity as well. It's like we're all sick sick of where we are we want to move mm. forward and, and let's let's shed like this more, more protest yeah. every, everywhere in the world yeah. people like standing up people are to, towards corruption shit, and don't, i don't want your money i don't don't give me coins i want change <laughs> <laughs> and i'll give you like 20 cents there's, yeah. <laughs> there's your change man <laughs> and uh you see it like yeah. at, at the end of the, um yeah to, and 2020 we had covid and that was like a big pause for everything including the media industry and and our lives as well and i always like saw like the media the way we tell stories and stuff is almost like mirrored to how we're feeling as a species or or, mm. or as people in general or just where we're at and um yeah everything took a pause and now that uh and there was that jupiter and saturn conjunction which is where, where the planets like align and then, um, what's that supposed to mean um, my astrology knowledge is i don't really know much poor. about astrology i just knew it was like um I think that happens every 800 or 400 years or something like that. Right. And it's like real special. Huh. And uh, also the Mayan calendar, how I said it was going to end on 2012. So the Mayan calendar, apparently, this is, this is what I've read into, I don't know this, but uh, the ending of where, 2012 uh, was actually the ending of 2021, which was the date the, the planets actually lined up on the 21st of December. Hmm. But hasn't that always changed? Like they go 2012 and it's like, oh, yeah. actually it was 2015. Oh, actually it was 2017. Yeah. Oh, actually. It's... But it was something like, like we, we ran off time from the Mayan calendar or right. for so long and then we changed to like... Because we, yeah, we changed to the, the Gregorian calendar. Yeah. yeah. And then be, because we've been doing that, we've lost about eight years due to mm. like uh, gap year, leap years or whatever you call that. I don't know. I don't know how it works, but I just, I just read that yeah. we've lost eight years and then you if, if someone can years. fact check that that will actually be very yeah yeah helpful. i've, I've so. no idea what i'm fucking talking about i just read just in case a couple of articles i don't have a jamie <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's, it was exactly eight years and eight years after 2012 is 2021 and the Whoa. planets align just like they said that would the planets will actually come into oh. alignment and that's using the mind time and um that happened and it almost feels like we're in this transition it's not the end of the world, it's just the end of that calendar, then it moves on to a new calendar. Right. The Age of Aquarius. Age of yeah. Aquarius. Aquarius. <laughs> and it's like, and but now it's like you feel that sense on the world that like, all right, we're going through this transition phase where we're like, the world can never be the same again because we've been hit mm. by COVID and stuff. And we know that there's a change coming on with technology and the way we live and the way things are starting to get changed where um, uh, so many issues are being brought up to be cleared. Like, um, you know, you got uh, women standing up for their rights. You got, um, you know, racism being really looked at and being mm -hmm. like, oh, well, let's fucking stop being racist. The drug war. The drug war. Yeah. Like all, like a lot, a lot. Every, every um, corner is all sort of being rise to, right. to to be looked at and, and change there's like a big pushback i feel with a yeah. lot of corporations how oh you yeah know, like youtube regulations google yeah that's just the tip of the iceberg like i'm not a expert yeah. on this but no, no, i don't no. think you need to be to 
notice that yeah. there there is a pushback to kind when of it sit, sit back and observe and see like yeah that there's something cool going on hundred percent dude although it's like a lot of it's frightening and scary but like yeah because um, we're we're still in the middle of it like I mean yeah look where we're walking but the rest of the world does not look like this yeah I know sorry not not nature wise but sorry to rub this into just your face, the chaos everyone. this is absolutely beautiful out here <laughs> co co Corona what <laughs> isn't that a beer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's bad for you now. Oh, fair enough. I drink draft anyway. Doesn't bother me. <laughs> Just go about your day. But oh. yeah, like, but you also see that we're, we're that sense of like a, a a clean slate or something that we're all kind of collectively feeling, and you see that in the media realm as well. Like new shows are starting up. Mm -hmm. I'm working on something new. I'm not telling you, but I'm working on something new that's like. Uh, Marvel's going through its next phase yeah. and everything like that, and I just I, I kind of just relate it to like my experience because I'm I ended the show before everything started ending. It was almost like closure in that aspect and that mm. aspect of myself, and then I like got to grow up a bit and mm. become like more of an adult and feel like okay now I've got to like actually be an adult in this life and not feel like I'm still kind of connecting to my teenager self. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm very yeah. childish and love playing lightsabers and fucking action <laughs> figures and shit. Playing it's it's the balance though, man, because like you always got to be in touch with that child, the divine child within, but you don't want to be a kid. Yeah. And you don't want to even be stuck in the hero phase either. Whoa. Oh, Ooh. That, a, that felt good. <laughs> but yeah, man, it just feels like it's just a fresh start for everything and not just not just our experience but for everything yeah. even, even after the fires you know this was all on fire and look how beautiful it's grown back it's already greened up more than i've ever seen it here it's greened wow. up ridiculously it's beautiful there's not so much like leaf litter at the bottom now to catch a light because it's all fresh and green because aboriginals used to do it all the time like back burning yeah and something to do with the with the fires and how it helps for regeneration and kind of feeds nutrients to the soil don't quote me on that but it's, yeah no, but basically it's 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 good for the environment if you do it right if you do it right of course because i've seen i've driven past all these areas which was like completely ablaze like the fires that the whole world heard about and it looks like a fairy tale now yeah. Enter drone shot now. I'm going to go back and get the drone shot, but by the time this gets out. <laughs> See, isn't that beautiful? Wow. <laughs> I just time traveled in the future. <laughs> nice. Oh, yeah? Nice, mate. So you've become a man. Become a man. Adolescence, mate. That's <laughs> when you get your first goatee, you play your first pokes. And you smoke your first smoke. <laughs> then you become a fucking man, mate. I tell you, this fucking life experience, I tell you, mate. Go in, oh, like, right. You just go in, you go left, you go right. You go that up and down, you'll be right. Don't you fucking worry about it, mate. You live with that, you'll never go wrong. That advice, mark my words, I'll never say it again. <laughs> oh! I fucking love Mike Nolan. Jeez, well, it's you, I know, but still. <laughs> it doesn't feel like it's me, though. I feel yeah, like I, I know what you mean, but still. It's really weird. Like, even when I watch the show after I've, like, <laughs> made a scene or whatever, and I, like, see the characters talking, I really actually do have moments where I forget that it's me talking. True channeling, huh? <laughs> I guess. Because he's saying... 
I love it because he's like, he sounds just like, oh, yeah, yeah, fucking, yeah, fucking drinking, baby, man, yeah, you got to yeah, nah, yeah. But he's actually, like, really wise, you know? Yeah. And I like that. But he doesn't, like, portray that to the world. Nah, it's a lot with, like, a lot of characters you you come across. You Like, first impression, you'd be like, oh, who's this fucking bogan who's just, like, probably just kind of cares about, you know, pokies and MTV yeah, yeah. and shit like that. But if you actually sit down and have a smoke with them, play a couple of pokies next to them and have a chat. Treat them like a human being and act as if they have something to teach you. It's actually yeah. one of Jordan Peterson's rules for life. Is like yeah. treat everyone as if they ha- they know something that you don't. Everyone's going to. And it's a really good way to live life because, I mean, yeah, on the outside, and I'm guilty of this too, man. I'm gonna be like judgmental as fuck and just look at someone like, oh, what a fuckhead, yeah, you know. Me too. And I try, I really try not to be, and I, you know, I hope that I'm getting better over time. But when you actually have a heart-to-heart conversation, even with someone who might look like, oh, you know, yeah. but they're actually like they've seen a lot of shit. And they can teach you a lot, man. Go, Even wow. if it's what not to do, that's still a lesson. Never judge, judge a book by its cover. <sighs> it's usually the people that look very sophisticated and like wearing all this stuff. And, <laughs> just, and, just, and, yeah. and just like, you just betrayed like, oh, it so well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, they yeah. must be wise. They must have a lot of stories to tell. Like spiritual gurus. Yeah. Because I was telling you how, you know, like I've met a lot of them. I'm not going to name names, but man. You get to know some some of these people. Like I haven't come across many. That's that's, but I've like witnessed it, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That um, you know, if you're projecting outwards so much, there's not that much left to find. That's only some. That's only. I shouldn't say that about people. That, that's only to do with some people. Like they really show outwards, right. but then you realise they're quite empty. They've got nothing to offer or. And that could be like a, a stage in their journey, you know. That's like, right. Yeah, that's why I'm like. It could be. Something, I went you know. through that stage, man. Yeah, yeah, me too. Like, me I, too. When I first started having my experience, I thought instantly I've only just been aware of um, this understanding of my self experiences only just for a short time, where I felt like I was equipped to teach my friends. Yeah, yeah. But it's like you really deep down inside, you just want them to see the magic you're seeing, mm. and you want to somehow try. Yeah. Come off, but and then you start to see yourself as like you like trying to push them towards their own journey, and and realize that you know you're not a teacher. You didn't you didn't learn all this sort nah. of stuff. and you don't want to take on that karma. Because no. like I of all, like of all people, I'm like super guilty of this, and that's why I don't try to necessarily teach or even recommend to do anything, and just kind of share my experience and give that disclaimer. Like, hey, man, I, I could be wrong. I have many many times before. I think it's like it's very common in the in the journey that everyone sort of goes through. Like once you sort of learn something new, you're excited about it. Yeah, you want to you want to share it. Could be a part of the loneliness thing as well. It's definitely, you yeah. Because I know that you you know we've talked about this before, yeah. and we've both gone through a similar thing of just like that existential loneliness, and you're like, fuck, am I am I going crazy, or I just don't feel like I can really connect to someone to the degree where they really get yeah. what I'm saying. And so you try to get them. others down your path so you can. You know, deep down, like, I just want some, like, real, real friends. I want a tribe. You, you, yeah, you want, um... But they're already out there, you know? You don't have to teach and convert people to your, to your religion. You want, <laughs> um, reassurance that you're on, actually onto something. Yeah, and, and it's shit. good to question your sanity, because sometimes you might just be crazy at certain points. Like, oh, okay, now I was way off the mark there. <laughs> and if I continued down that path, it would not have gone well. I constantly <laughs> have to question my own sanity. <laughs> 
But I that, enjoy yeah. it. It's it's fun. It's yeah, fun. yeah, yeah. It's, it's a balance. But we we both have like awesome misses. Shout out to the missuses. Yeah, yeah. The shout out to the, the the old <laughs> the old, <laughs> old Boland. <laughs> 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 no, but in in a sense, like we, it's funny, but they help ground you. You know, like yeah. I don't know about Tell you Danny, but like I'm sure she probably calls you out in a lot of. Yeah, we a lot of bullshit. Yeah, yeah, of course. Like, yeah, you're being a bit of a fucking. Yeah. Like she, she will go. She will talk about science and then go like I can. She will like talk to someone that's like probably not the right time for them to be kind of absorbing information, and she will just be like, so anyway, this is how atoms work, and I like, get really excited and, <laughs> and just go too much into the the details of science when the other person is obviously not ready. To right, not reading the crowd. Attention. It's like, dude, I'm like. I can't handle this right now. But, yeah. <laughs> and and I do that. I used to do that so much too with like fucking UFOs, aliens, and so I used to try to sit people down and fucking corner them and just talk to them for ages <laughs> and thinking, maybe yeah. crack them open. Listen, but really, if I put myself in the situation of the listener now, looking back at that five years ago, I'll be like, fucking shut up, can't. Let and yeah, and a lot of people are polite, go. right? And they're just like, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. And inside they're like, oh man, how do I get out of this? Falling asleep, looking at their phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't blame them. Like, no. I honestly don't blame them. Because, like, but like I said, that that um, stage is like with anyone. Like, people just want someone to talk to. Yeah, with, 100%. Like, that's why we get along so well. We, we like we can talk about it for, for ages and all these different subjects, but we can also not talk about it at all because nope. we know within each other that we have like same understanding of a lot of things same yeah and there, there are actually a lot points. of times like you know maybe a lot of people think that we constantly talk about this stuff and i love talking about this stuff yeah. but it's, man i could like never talk about spirituality psychedelic <laughs> philosophy and all this kind of like aliens and <laughs> would still be like just you know like you just best be mates you know just be open to yeah. a lot of different things exactly and it's just fun to talk it's fun to like wonder <laughs> But at the same time. But not so open that you, you know, the saying goes, it's like, you're so open-minded that your brain fell out. There's <laughs> <laughs> always a balance with everything, right? I got so hard, I lost my mind and got a new one. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't this incredible? You should take your drone out. Yeah? While it's still sort of light. Do you want me to hold that? It's one hour. I can hold that. Hmm. I'm just thinking if we should pause this. Yeah, give it a pause, answer some questions. Okay, uh, we're gonna pause this. When do you wanna finish it? In case, if it's dark, you wanna do it somewhere? Yeah, all right, yeah, yeah, we'll finish it, yeah. I'll have a doobski asking. Okay, we'll finish, we'll wrap up. It's gonna be a short one, but we also did another one not too long ago. Yeah. And we're always gonna see each other. The only reason we haven't even seen each other last year is because I've been trapped. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, I've meant to do this camping trip a while ago, and, yeah. Then, and then, yeah, COVID hit, and I just keep pushing it back, and, yeah. Yeah, got a nice drone shot here. Ooh, it's nice and still, too. Yeah, man, it's been a crazy journey. I think someone, someone, not that I, I didn't really want to do Instagram questions here, but I think it would be a cool thing to explore. Someone asked, uh, like, had we even hook up yeah 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 well yeah like it's cool to like see what yeah like i forget how many people are so like keen to just hang out hmm. and listen to these things and come come on little adventures virtually and um hopefully it inspires a lot of people to get out in nature and fucking go out and climb some fucking rocks go jump in your rivers 
Mm. Go fucking swimming. Go find some swimming holes. And you don't have to go hectic fucking adventuring and wear like fucking ropes and carabines and fucking all that sort of <laughs> shit to Man really... wild shit. Yeah. yeah. It could be as simple as going out to your local footy field and just running on the grass, playing and jumping around. And barefoot. Barefoot. Shoes, no shoes, whatever. And some people will be like, oh, you fucking hit me, blah, blah, blah. But then now science is saying it's like a scientific fact that grounding your feet is good for you. And it's like, yeah, duh, we've been saying that for ages. Yeah. Where's the evidence? <laughs> Don't wait for the evidence to go out in nature and just be present, you know, be out with the elements. The best proof you can have is self-proof. Mm. Yeah, obviously, no proof to... Not from a scientist perspective, but yeah. I, I, I know what you mean. It's cool to, it's, <laughs> it's cool to be the time, all that time stuff to be there, but like to really feel that you need to go out and sort of prove it to yourself. Like, wow, I feel alive. I feel hydrated. I feel so much clearer in the air than just being out here, not away from our phones. Mm. We're not connected to any satellite or anything like that. We're just being out here. And just, Especially being away from your phone. Yeah. I don't know about you, but it's like it's very hard for me not to go on my phone if I have an internet connection. Oh, me too. On the phone. Yeah, me too. Even though consciously I know, like, oh man, I probably like, same. I gotta fucking cut this shit out, but it's like, oh, it's like crack for the brain. Yeah, it's so yeah. addicting. It is, because like you're constantly talking to like yeah. five people at once sometimes, and like you like reply to everything. You're like, oh, okay, that's enough replying from it. And they're like, when will they stop? <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, oh, finally, I've replied to all six people I've been, I've kind of done it all, and then like two more new people will start messaging you. But that's that's the internet. And then you feel rude if you get, if you take ages to get back to them. It's a whole fucking thing. It's like it's a bit of it's a bit like fucking work hours. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I feel so feel so bad saying this shit. I love all the people that talk, I talk to. It's just like, Don't I just feel can't bad, be bothered man. to hold my phone and look at it. <laughs> yeah, because you get sucked in too much, man. And you can you can feel that, like, you feel worse off after it mm. most times. Like, in small doses, yeah, sure. But if you're, like, constantly on your phone, just scrolling, you're getting that infinite dopamine hit. You, you feel it, man. You feel it in your brain. You know when to sort of, the time to put it down and have a break. And it's like you get, like, a, a social media hangover. Mm. Yeah, you actually fucking do. And coming out here is like recharging your batteries. Yes, yeah, 100%. Like this recharges your batteries in a way that even like eight hours of sleep doesn't, mm. I feel. Just being in this place last night, man. You saw the, the Milky Way. Goodness. You see the pictures. Oh my god. Put it up. I'll put it up. Now. Ooh. Look at that. Oh, isn't that amazing? <laughs> <laughs> Power of editing. No, but seriously, man, I was like really grateful to. That you invited me here. Like, I know it's not your land, but you still invited me here. I just oh, wanted to show you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now it's time to join my cult. My plan all along. <laughs> I feel like you became mates with me for like five years just to, just for this moment. It's time. Lure me in. It's time. Put on the hoodie. <laughs> no, it's like I'm like out here. I should have worn the whole like the white suit and the white print hat and like. It's like oh, it's almost. My dear Thomas, welcome to Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> it's very Jurassic Parkish. It yeah. is, it is. Me and my brother, when we come out here, very lost as well. Yeah, very lost. Like when me and my brother come out here, where he's, he's he loves Jurassic Park so much, and so do I. That's like he's 
favourite childhood thing. We always just imagine, like, oh, imagine if fucking T-Rex was out here, or, like, <laughs> imagine if all Indra's clucked down, there was raptors, like, three of them, spread out somewhere, and you just got to walk around knowing that, that they mm. are either stalking you, or they haven't come across you yet, but you know that they're in the area. So, fuck. Imagine that. I know. And Brachiosaurus is just fucking <gasps> over there, just having a drink. <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs> We've got some pretty amazing wildlife, man. Mm. I know it's like normal for us, but I still get amazed every time. Every time I see a kookaburra. Oh, me too. I'm just like, wow! I love those things. Yeah. That's just laughing, you know? Yeah. Give you spreading that good vibes. Australia's amazing, man. Sorry again to rub it in. It's just it's part of it's been part of my journey because I've always like travelled the world and I would always like travel another country before even traveling my own backyard mm. and I feel like this pandemic is like well you're not going to be traveling for a couple of years and I was like oh like I was a bit bummed about it but I'm like oh, everything happens for a reason I might as well take this as a blessing and See, travel look look where I am man like I'm telling you I've, I've traveled so many parts of the world seen amazing places like experiences that are priceless but this is like pretty near the top man like <laughs> for real maybe even That's the so top cool. just because there are some amazing places, like maybe equal to this in, in beauty and awe, but then there's tourists everywhere or there's rubbish or yeah, things like that, whereas this, this place you don't have that. And just about something about the land here, it feels very Old. inviting, prehistoric, you know? Yeah. Sounds so cool. We're just like kayaking here, literally just today. Unknown stories that have happened here like, <laughs> like way, way, way back in the day. Untold tales, and we'll, we'll learn more about that. But, anyways, guys, I know this is a super short podcast, but I'm gonna have to leave it for now because it's getting dark, and I want to fly a drone. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, we want to play with our toys. Right? Yeah, exactly. Well, his toys. I want to see him play it and have turn. <laughs> I'm try not to crash it. <laughs> so Nelson, when yeah. he's playing with him, um, Millhouse's play, he's like, "How do you fly?" <laughs> His hands just moving it like no 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 no. no. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh. But check out the link. Um, the, we're gonna record another video. Yeah. We'll do a quickie after the. Do another quickie, mate. Yeah. After the right. after the the drone shot and yeah, check yeah. that out. Um, you know where to find you. Yeah. Bi the big Les show official. Big right. Les show official. No, I know you'll find if you if you look hard enough you'll find me. I can't believe I can't even know what to tell you. All right, well, <laughs> all right, see you later. See you later. See you when we're looking at you.